Hello, welcome back to the Work-Life Mindset Podcast. This is Chris here, so excited to bring you back. And we're going to continue some discussions about mornings. And specifically, I want to talk about how that relates to this concept of deep work. And, you know, why this is important, I tell you, I just feel like most people, myself including, um, myself not really including now, but my old former self, the workday was a blend of just low-velocity work mixed with continual distractions, right? Whether it's always getting on email, checking emails, putting out small fires, or even just social media, I found I had this growing list of project work that I kept putting off because I'm like, no, I need I need to sit down for an hour or two and really hack that out. I can't do it in bunches. And that <laughs> that time never really came because, again, I just was always being distracted. And this led me to understand that a lot of people's work time is not really spent at a peak performance level. In fact, it took a while for me to understand even what a peak performance level is and what it's like to work in flow and really access deep work. Because usually when I was working, I was doing so in a relaxed fashion. Um, and that was okay. I had plenty of time to get stuff done. But as I've grown and developed to be very results-oriented, rather than just being busy, like I'm 100% on when I'm working and I'm 100% off when I'm not because I'm not going to do anything halfway, right? If I'm going to work, I'm going to work. And, you know, there's a lot of science that backs this up too. Um, fitness is a great example. There's a lot of research that has shown that like shorter but more intensive exercise is actually more effective than longer drawn out exercise. And the constant this concept is kind of like simple, right? Intensive activity followed by high quality rest and recovery because most of that growth actually comes during the recovery process, right? Um, the only way to truly recover, though, is by actually pushing yourself to a level of exhaustion during the workout. Well, I found that the same concept applies to work. The best work happens in these short, intensive spurts. But in short, I'm talking like a couple hours, one to two or maybe three hours. Um, but this has to be deep work with no distractions. The same way an intensive workout is nonstop, right? Interestingly enough, like the best work, you know, for most people is actually thinking, right? We're in the knowledge economy. It actually happens when you're away from work and in recovery. Um, you know, for the best results, the idea is you want to spend like 20% of your energy on your work and 80% of your energy on recovery and self-improvement. Um, and I saw this all the time when I was working in the time and money economy in an office setting, right? You had to be there 40 hours a week. Well, how often were you really productive, right? Nobody wants to admit how much time they're scrolling social media or writing emails, maybe even just doing some life maintenance tasks, phone calls, banking, whatever it is. Um, we're putting a lot of time into that, and that can maybe qualify as recovery, but the fact is it just never takes as much time to really get through those deep projects, but it's hard to make that time, to have that deep work time. Um, when you're continually like honing your, your kind of mental model, that quality of the impact of your work is going to keep increasing, right? This is deliberate practice, okay? It's not about doing more. It's about doing more better. 
Um, it's about being like strategic and results focused and not just busyness focused, right? You know, in one study, only 16% of respondents reported getting creative insights while at work, okay? These big epiphanies and ideas generally come while a person is at home or maybe commuting to work in transportation or sometimes during a recreational activity. Um, the most creative ideas don't really come to you while you're sitting in front of your computer monitor, right? And the reason for this is simple. When you're working directly on a task, your mind is really tightly focused on the problem at hand. Okay, that's like direct reflection. Conversely, when you're not working, your mind loosely wanders, which is indirect reflection. So like when you're driving or hiking or doing some form of recreation, other things in your environment, you know, landscapes around you or buildings going by, like they just subconsciously prompt these memories and other thoughts because your mind is wandering. Um between like the past, the present, the future, your brain actually is going to make distant and distinct connections related to some problem you're trying to solve. So you have these eureka moments, right? Case in point, when you're working, be at work. When you're not working, stop working. <laughs> By taking your mind off work and actually covering, you actually might get some breakthroughs related to work. So how does this apply to the mornings? Well, According to psychologist Rod Friedman, <laughs> the first three hours of your day are the most precious for maximized productivity. And I have totally come to understand and live this truth. Okay. What he says is typically you have a window of about three hours where we're really, really focused and we're able to have strong contributions in terms of planning, in terms of thinking, in terms of even speaking well. Okay. And there's an article about this you can read. Again, Ron Friedman, it's in the Harvard, Harvard Business Review. And to me, this really makes a lot of sense on a lot of levels. Like starting with sleep, you know, we know that the brain is most active and readily creative immediately following sleep, right? Your subconscious mind has been wandering while you sleep, making all these contextual connections. So immediately following sleep, your mind is the most ready and, at, you know, ready to be active and do thoughtful work, right? Um, on a different level, the science of willpower and self-control confirms that your willpower, which is kind of like an energy level, are also strongest immediately following sleep. Willpower is just a muscle. It ebbs and flows. That's why it's really hard to do what you say you're going to do at night and in the evening. And you tend to just want to like turn off your brain. Like You have low willpower. You have decision fatigue because you've been working it all day, right? So again, your brain is most attuned first thing in the morning. And so are your energy levels. So this is the best time to do your best work is during your first couple hours of your day. And, you know, one way I leverage this is I was building my morning routine. I had like my mindful habits of my meditation, my journaling, um, affirmations, visualization. And then I would usually like go exercise. But I've tried to shift that around now where I do creative endeavor work. Um, I'm, I'm reading, I'm creating content, I'm writing newsletters. Um, I'm just doing like, you know, things that allow me to be creative and, and expand and really leverage that time. Right. Cause exercising right away in the morning, although it's helpful to get it done out of the way, it can suck my energy right away, leaving me a little bit, you know, less energized, you know, right when I come home from that. So you know, it's important to recognize that, you know, starting this early with some of these tasks might seem crazy, but it's it's really easy 
to work in just a couple hours early in the day without distraction if you set up boundaries, right? It's all about just leveraging the most powerful time of your mind. And part of doing this means protecting your mornings, okay? I can't overemphasize that enough. And I know the schedule doesn't work for everyone. Some parents, single parents especially, just can't get up and do some stuff and have an hour, two, or three to like do deep work. That's fine. If you do, go for it. If not, just recognize that we don't want to put all this off, right? Um, if you work best in the morning, you got to find a way to make it happen. Maybe this means waking up a few hours earlier than you're used to and taking a nap in the afternoon. Or maybe just focus hardcore the moment you get to work, right? This is how I started with this strategy before I started working for myself and working at home. When I was going to the office, I really started to defend those first couple hours for what was important and not was urgent. I wouldn't go to the emails. Um, I wouldn't schedule meetings or I was hiring a lot of people. So I wouldn't do any interviews or any meetings those first couple hours. Um, I also had to train my colleagues. You know, even my boss, like she loved coming in and just, you know, shooting the crap with me in the morning. It was just have a cup of coffee, spend five, 10 minutes and sometimes longer because we'd eventually be talking about work stuff. And I just kind of introduced this concept to her and asked for that space. And it was no big deal. We just had those conversations, you know, at like 10, 1030. So like eight till 10, I got two hours every day to just buckle down and do it right Whatever the situation is, see if you can't think about protecting your mornings. Um, scheduling meetings and things like that in the morning, like there's nothing worse for peak performance and creativity, right? Do that in the afternoon. Do that after lunch. And please, like, don't check your social media or email until after those hours of deep work, okay? Your morning should really be spent on output, creative endeavors, creating things, not the input. And if you don't protect your mornings, there's like a million different things that are going to take up your time. I think you know what those are. Um, and believe me, I know this is hard, especially when it comes to setting boundaries with others, but other people will respect you as much as you respect yourself. They're only going to respect you as much as you respect yourself. And I've seen this. Some people are a little put off at the beginning when you start like asking and asking for that space. But then all of a sudden they respect you like 10 times more because they see where your value is. And they see the results. You know, when I started doing this, all these projects that I'd been putting on the back burner were materializing. They were happening. I was getting them done. I was creating incredible work and still making time for all the emails, for all the interviews, for all the meetings, for everything else, for all that urgent stuff. That happened. It just happened in a later part of the day, right? And for me, protecting my morning meant I was literally unreachable during those certain hours. I set myself up for deep work and flow. Okay, there's a lot of things you can do to prime your environment for deep work and flow. That's a whole nother podcast episode I'll get into. But realize you can start just by putting your phone on silent and holding yourself accountable to not open your emails. Okay, if you got notifications coming on your screens, if you can ditch those for good, you should anyways. If not, Maybe find a different computer or laptop to do your deep work on. Whatever you need to do to prime your environment and get rid of distractions. And just recognize that by protecting your mornings, you're going to open up yourself to do what's important over what's urgent. And you're going to leverage those first couple hours every day where you can maximize your productivity. The other great part about this is you get through these 
really keystone projects and deep work early and it really sets a tone for the rest of your day. I mean, there's been days when I've made progress two, three hours on a project and I felt like, whoo, I could take the rest of the day off. No problem, because look at how productive I have been already. And these things stop procrastinating. You stop ruminating. You stop stressing about, oh, I need to get to that. I need to get to that. Like, just make the time. Make the time. Protect your mornings. Do it in the morning. Okay? The brain is way more creative, way less analytical. So leverage that period. That's what I got for you today. Please keep checking in. We're going to continue on the morning routines and we're going to continue on deep work and how to access flow because this is a really critical way to leverage a transformation to leverage some few simple time management changes that are going to bring you phenomenal results not just in your outputs but also in your mindset in your state in the amount of stress anxiety and overwhelm you feel this is how i dealt with it this is how i destroyed it and i want to help you do the same So I hope you enjoyed that. Again, please go ahead, leave a rating and review, and you can find all kinds of tips and tools on these subjects at worklifemindset.com. Thanks so much. Have a beautiful day, everybody.